0: hello and welcome back to sp nation as always i'm your host scott piper because you can't have sp nation without the sp it is thursday that means it is time for an all-new sp nation how have you guys been this week um hopefully good because bad news kind of sucks And it seems like 2020 is still kind of bleeding into 2021. Um, Hopefully things get better by the end of the year or by the end of the month. So anyways, I had totally forgotten it was Thursday until today, which happens to be Thursday, which also means I forgot about having to put out a new episode today. Yay. And I know you guys are thinking, well, Scott, how can you forget to put out an episode of your podcast? Well, let me tell you why. Besides SP Nation, I'm working on relaunching Cripscript, which is my horror podcast. Um, and I'm also working on finally releasing. Full motion because I've been talking about launching full motion since last year. I've talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, and nothing's happened with it. Well, it officially has a release date for episode one of full motion. It will be coming out February 5th, 2021 episode one of a three part super special Launch. I'm not going to give away what the topic is. Uh, well, I'm not going to give it away right now because I mean, I want you guys to uh, be gripping on your toilet seats in anticipation. I will say that for the launch of Full Motion, I'm thinking about getting uh, ten to fifteen T-shirts made up with the show's like launch logo on it because uh, hey, I, I have a lot of faith in full motion. I think it's gonna be a great show. and uh, I think it's I think it'll be great to have a few sh- shirts made up for it. if I could actually speak without. Sh- sh- anyways. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for more information on full motion. Um, I'm going to be getting a Twitter page set up for it. I'm going to be getting a Facebook page set up for Full Motion, so you guys can stay up to date on everything. And also, check out <coughs> Full. Uh, check out SP Nation's Twitter page, which is SP Nation Five at Twitter, because. I guess someone kind of beat me to the original SP Nation. Um, but hey, screw it. Uh, SP Nation 5 is better anyway. But um, yeah, check out the um, Facebook page for SP Nation as well, because that's where I post new episode links all the time. That's where I check out things more than um, more than Twitter. And if you want to respond or keep a conversation going, that's also where I'm most accessible. Like, I'll be on Facebook way more than I'm on Twitter. Um, probably also going to make a Instagram page at some point, too. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of secretive stuff. So, anyways, this episode is going to be a bit shorter than the usual episode. Because, like I said... um. I woke up this morning and I was like, I've got to record something, but everything that I want to record and all these great ideas I have for an episode, I don't want to do them yet because I, they're really good episodes. They're really good ideas and it's stuff that I want to do just a tad bit research on. I want to have, um, points Set for each subject And not make it a rushed episode or whatever But at the same time, I didn't want Thursday to come around And there'd be no SB Nation this week You know, because If I'm not making content, then Hey, no one's listening to SB Nation Or you're listening to the older episodes Which is fine, please do There are some amazing episodes Out there Please continue to check them out <clears throat> um, so yeah, today's episode is going to be a little bit different I'm going to kind of be on the interweb And looking at, you know, what's kind of going on right now in pop culture um, I've gotten a few updates on some things on my phone That um, maybe you guys haven't heard of Or, you know, maybe uh, tweak a little bit So it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. Um, Also, I'm going to give a recommendation at the end of this episode to let y'all check something out. But let's get into it. All right. Well, as you guys know, last week there was kind of a raid protest Thing that happened at the Capitol building last week on Wednesday or something, I don't know um, that if you live in America you can't help but be aware of because hey it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter it's on Yahoo, it's on Google it's on newspapers, it's on the damn TV, it's on YouTube news which I don't know why YouTube has news on there that's not the original intent for YouTube. Anyways. <sighs> this is not a political show. And I kind of don't give a shit about politics, to be frankly honest. Um, but because of what happened on Wednesday, Marvel has kind of come under some controversy. Well, not controversy, but kind of pressure to retire The Frank Castle Punisher character because people want to wear their stupid Punisher shirts and go do stupid shit like what happened Wednesday. I kind of think that's a bit of a mistake for Marvel to do because their catalog of heroes, they have so many, so, 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 so many. They have so many variants of heroes too. like you have uh, the Riri Williams. Iron Iron Heart, I believe her name is you have, you know, you have your traditional heroes, which is like Iron Man bat. Well, not Batman, Iron Man, -Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Thor, Captain America, the Avengers, the well, the other Avengers. Um, you have Hulk. You have the X-Men. You have... Um, why do I keep wanting to repeat Spider-Man? <laughs> um, you have all these different characters and stuff like that. And they all have kind of the same identity type thing where um, you don't expect Captain America to go up and start just blasting a machine gun at on and just totally murking an entire room of people um same thing with iron man like he i know he kind of had that drinking problem in the 80s part of the comics um thing you know spider-man had his black suit era where he was kind of a dick but um no one's ever been like really overly aggressive um wolverine kind of but I would say he's just more kind of gruffy lemmy killmeister with claws type of guy who woke up on a very bad side of the bed so I think it's imp- I wouldn't say it's super important but um I think you kind of need to have these darker heroes like Punisher or Ghost Rider or um, Deathlock, Spawn, um, even at that point where Gene Paul Valley was, you know, azrael Batman, where he would actually kill criminals and beat the crap out of Robin. Yeah, let's make that CW show because shit, dude, Gene Paul Valley is the dude, man. Um, But this isn't about Gene Paul Valley, who I might actually do an episode about one day. I think getting rid of a character because of an entire choice may be a bit excessive, you know, Um, because to my knowledge, Punisher's never done anything remotely like what people do who wear his shirts. Like, his main issue is catching bad people and which is kind of ironic because considering he started out as a bad guy like i think i'm pretty sure his first appearance was him being hired by uh the jackal in the 70s spider-man comics to either kill spider-man or figure out his secret identity or something like that so he wasn't starting out as a good guy he was just kind of like one of those guys who it was a job for him type thing. And um, I think it would just be a mistake to send him off. Like, I feel like you could flush out Frank castle, or even if you really had to, re- you could retire Frank castle or have him die or something like that, but have someone else to come and get take over his mantle Maybe a little less aggressive than he does, but, you know, kind of redeem that skull T-shirt type thing. So, I, I think just retiring it or making it go away, I think that would be a mistake. But, um, I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. The next bit of interesting news, since we're already on Marvel anyway. Um, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is like bulking up to play freaking Hulk Hogan. Like what? (laughs) I'd, I'd heard about this a year ago, I think like that. And back then it confused the hell out of me. And then I actually went and kind of read more about who Hulk Hogan is and was in the wrestling world. And unless you really know about things behind the scenes, um, yeah, he's just that really orange dude who has a horrible haircut and says brother every five minutes. Yeah, you could have, yeah, Chris Hensworth could definitely play him because he's got Thor bod, but I don't want to see a Hulk Hogan movie, and that's because, really, (laughs) I'm a wrestling fan, and all of the shit I have heard about Hulk Hogan, about his backstage behavior, about him never wanting to lose clean, about him, you know, stopping, you know, kids from getting Um, pushes in WCW, WWF. It's all stuff that's happened. He's not the best dude in the world, to be honest. And that's something that... I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. I probably won't watch it. And Well, I mean, it's going to be on Netflix, and I'm subscribed, but whatever. It's not something I'm interested in. In that much, if you really want to know who Hulk Hogan was, I would seriously go check YouTube because there are some great um, wrestling channels on there. They're going to be a hell of a lot more biased than a documentary because I doubt they're going to say about his creative control over the WCW, the NWO, and basically being a jerk ass. And even at SummerSlam, when he went up against Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels got a lot of flack because he over... He oversold a lot of moves in the ring. And he gets a lot of flack for it. But the reason he did it was because Hulk Hogan was being an asshole. And Shawn was like, hey, I can be an asshole too. And he was. And he did. (laughs) Anyways... Also, since we're still on Marvel, guys, guess who's back, 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 back again? Ben, Chris Evans back, back, back. Yeah, Chris Evans is probably coming back to play Captain America. Now, I don't know if this is just a cameo uh, and post-credits scene. I don't know if he's doing some sort of. Thing with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or maybe Loki TV show, or he may even show up on WandaVision. Or because um, the multiverse is starting to become this huge looming beast for Marvel, he might be there. May be something where you get the Hell Hydra uh, Captain America. As an actual character in the multiverse, you know, that could be a thing. Personally, what I would really love for them to do with um, Chris Evans being back, you know, he went back in time to get his uh, to be with his girlfriend, love interest, whatever, uh, Peggy Carter, he. You know, he traveled back. Well, shit. Spoiler alert. He, in Avengers Endgame, he went back in time to be with Peggy Carter, his love interest, girlfriend from uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and uh, Agent Carter, which I never watched. I, I've never really been that much into the Marvel TV shows. I thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was interesting. And, the Ghostwriter they brought in on that show was so sweet, and I would love for them to keep um, Diego Reyes. I think that's his name. I would love for him to come back <clears throat> in Disney Plus as you know a Ghostwriter show, or hell, bring bring um, Daredevil back and put them together. That would be a freaking dope episode. That'd be a dope series. As long as it's Charlie Cox, because I think he was the perfect um, dark Daredevil. And I mean, yes, we only have two instances of Daredevil, but um, he's definitely better than Ben Affleck. But um, what I would love to see them do for Chris Evans is, since he's, since he traveled back in the time, Um, do something with him in that time period because he's lived through all those years that he missed, you know. Um, maybe he didn't completely put down the Captain America persona, may because Captain Steve Rogers doesn't seem the type who would walk away from a fight if he saw it or if someone was getting robbed or something. I don't see um, Steve Rogers just walking away and saying, oh, I'm not Captain America anymore and throwing the shield away. You know, I just don't see that. So I think it would be a really cool Disney Plus series to have kind of like, you know, 50s. Fifties, uh Captain America, sixties, seventies, eh, you know, eighties. You could really take it across any decade and have, you know, Captain America be really cool. Cause I would think it'd be I think it'd be very interesting, especially where America is right now, to have, you know, like Captain America in the sixties during the civil rights movement. I think that'd be a very interesting time frame for him to be in. Or, you know, 70s, maybe still working with uh, Howard Stark, you know, Tony's dad. There, there's a lot of promise for that if that's what Chris Evans comes back for and not just a cameo <laughs> or whatever. So um, I think that's going to be really interesting if they run it like that and not just have, oh, I'm Chris Evans. I'm at the end of this movie. Hello but to actually bring him back full time, maybe. But then that also raises some questions like how much more do you want to see of Chris Evans as Captain America? Because I felt like the ending they gave him in end game was fantastic. You know, it's like the same thing with uh, Tony Stark. It's like, you can't bring Robert, Robert Downey Jr. back as Iron Man future films because they did they did his ending so perfectly and yeah you could have like a multiverse iron man come out and kind of you know maybe be more of the dick version of tony stark not so much the you know kind of caregiver that he was to uh peter parker in the movies but kind of like a fuck do you want kid <laughs> you know So, they definitely have some cool, interesting things to go for on it. That's going to be all the Marvel news, though. It's guitar video games. There's a game called Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. It was supposed to come out this year. But, because of COVID and everything else... You know, basically 2020 being a complete shut fist. Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed until 2022, which isn't that, you know, warm to wait for it. Um, it it's just really... I think it's better because if they released it right now, I don't know how it would do because I just don't think after the 2070s, the cyberpunk 2077 problem where they really should have just not released that game for a good six months. I think it's better that a lot of game manufacturers have pushed release dates back so they can get things done correctly because um, the LEGO Star Wars um, Skywalker Saga was supposed to come out this year. No, it was supposed to come out in 2019, which I was actually really interested. No, it was 2020. Shit. Um, wow, man, I keep forgetting it's 2021. It was supposed to come out... In 2020, but you know, COVID hit and it got delayed, which I'm fine with because I want, if I'm going to spend $50, $60 on a video game, I don't want a Cyberpunk 2077 problem because that's a lot of money to spend on something that's really glitchy or freezes up or drops the frame rates or. You know, just whatever. I want to play smooth. So, I think delaying a lot of these video games is going to be helpful because no one wants to repeat a repeat of Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but if you didn't know what Hogwarts Legacy is, it's a RPG game that takes place in Hogwarts. Obviously. But, um... It's not at the same time point where Harry Potter's there. Like, you're not going to run into Ron Weasley at in Hogwarts Legacy unless they add it to a patch or anything. It's um going to take place in the 1800s, and it's going to kind of be... It's going to let you go around the school, obviously, do witchcraft and all that stuff like that. Um, not sure what all is going to be involved in that. You may get to go to the Forbidden Forest. You may get to go to Hagrid's hut if he's in that time period. I'm not 100% sure what's going to be in there. Um, it definitely sounds like fun, though. I love the Harry Potter movies. Um, I'm a Slytherin. Hashtag I Life. I think the death, ed- the death Eaters are super cool. Uh, so... Definitely looking forward to that game. But I think that's really all the news that I've got for this episode. Like I said, it definitely is not going to be a long episode today at all, obviously. Um, I just wanted to make some content, check in on everybody, see how you're doing, give you a status update on things that are coming out. Coming to you and uh, just talk at you. Um, I'm going to give a rec. Sorry, I am going to give you guys a rec for you to check something out. It is a PS4, Xbox One, and now officially a PlayStation 5 and uh, whatever the new Xbox is. I don't know. I don't give a crap about Xbox um actually that's not true i think xboxes are awesome i've just always been a playstation guy like i've had the playstation 1 2 3 4 not getting the 5 until more games come out that aren't on the ps4 though but i'm gonna give a fantastic video game wreck, and that wreck is dun, 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 dun. star wars Jedi Fallen Order. I bought this game. Months ago. And. I think I actually bought it. brand. I bought it brand new. And. It has literally. Been sitting. In my video game area. For. Five. Four months. Four months. Unplayed. Unwrapped. Well, not unwrapped, unplayed, still got the sticker, keeping the flap shut, and um, I've been so stuck with Fallout 4, I've been stuck out with uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, um, Mad Max, I've been playing a lot of different PlayStation 4 games that I missed when I didn't have my PS4. So, I unwrapped it. Got out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play this game because I've been wanting to play it for a while. And let me tell you something. I love Fallen Order because, <clears throat> excuse me, because of that opening level, because of uh, several levels on there, um, because it's it, it's got a lot of things that still connect to, like, the Clone Wars. It was so refreshing on that very first opening level where you're on this planet and you're breaking apart, you know, I think they're Ventador class Star Destroyers, which if you don't know what a Ventador class Star Destroyer is, it is the Clone Wars version of the Star Destroyers so it was so cool getting to be around these star destroyers that i don't know why they weren't just repurposed into like the modern imperial fleet um i guess emperor palps was just like no (laughs) anyways it was so cool getting to be around that atmosphere and seeing like a Republic gunship or some of the chicken walkers from the Clone Wars or see a a stack of clone trooper helmets and know that that kind of period is over with. And I really wish um, EA, DICE, uh, Lucasfilm, whoever, I wish they would make a Star Wars game that was... Literally at the end of Clone Wars into that transitional phase because it would be so awesome to get into like that transitional phase. And I'm going to talk more about that right after this break from our sponsor. All right, we are back. Now, before the break, I was talking about how I wish there was a Star Wars game that dealt with the uh, kind of that transitional period from Stormtrooper to um, Empire. I don't know why I forgot that. Um, But yeah, it would be very unique because there's so much expanded universe information about that time period. How, you know, yes, there was clone troopers, but they were getting phased out into stormtroopers and, you know, um, a lot of the clone troopers weren't happy about it or, you know, just stuff like that. Like really getting into how dark Palpatine was changing things uh, like on Coruscant or how the Empire just basically, you know, was like, oh. Hello, we're clone troopers. We're taking over your planet as stormtroopers. So, I think that kind of changeover would be really cool. Plus, <clears throat> if you're going to have a surviving Jedi, you know, during that time period where Order 66 has already happened, and this is already like Order 66 has already happened. All, most of the Jedi are dead. Some have escaped and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. What I think would be a very interesting story narrative would be to have, like, a clone trooper who's, you know, kind of retired or whatever, you know, run into a Jedi that he was, like, maybe supposed to kill or whatever. I think the interactions between those two characters would be so different. Interesting, and they've touched on that with Star Wars Rebels, with um, Commander Rex and all those, but I think it would just be some, I think it'd be really cool to have a different view of the clones, because uh, I remember on the Clone Wars itself, they had a clone who he was either injured or he just said, screw it, and he left. (laughs) And uh, Captain Rex saw him later on down the road and was like, you're a traitor. And he was like, nah, I just don't... I don't see what we're fighting about or whatever. And I thought like, that mindset of having you know, individuality in certain clones was really interesting because clones weren't really supposed to think like that. Clones weren't supposed to be like... Why are we, why, what, 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 what's going on here now? No, they were just literally bred to say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, shoot him, dead him, get him on home. So I I think that would be a very interesting dynamic. So, what makes Fallen Order so fun? It's, first of all, it has such beautiful scenery like when um i was on that first planet and looking over and seeing all these destroyed star destroyers and one of those um imperial control ships you know come down to the planet or whatever to get destroyed i was like this is so cool looking at it's cool to Point out like what's going on over there because there's actually something moving off in the distance. There's um, walkers walking around, there's TIE fighters going around, there's a um, little breaker ships going around. Like it's a very cool atmosphere to be in. You feel like you're definitely in Star Wars for sure. And the I wouldn't say it's completely perfect, but the lightsaber mechanics. They feel very good. They feel very solid. And uh, Cal is a very interesting character and a very cool Jedi. And the gameplay on it, it feels like this Assassin's Creed meets Uncharted meets Star Wars concept. Because there are some elements where you need to solve puzzles to get to here or there, or you have to use the force to bring something to you to wall run from here to there. Like it's a very cool environment and um, be great if they made a second one, but uh, there's still just so many things in the star Wars universe that you could make video games of not to be biased or anything like that. But I think it would be, great if they made a new version of star Wars pod racers, but where you could like legitimately build your own pod racer. I think that would be amazingly fun because as we all know, the only good things that came out of star Wars episode one was Darth Maul and the pod racing. Not shit else. Well, Qui Gon Jinn too, because Liam Neeson as a Jedi was awesome. It's a shame he got killed off, and I haven't really done much with that character since then. Like, he's shown up a few times on Star Wars: Clone Wars, but there's not really been that much else about Qui Gon Jinn, you know. And I think that would be a uh, that'd be another fun character to get into. <laughs> Um, it would also be really cool to do kind of like a star Wars battlefront two from 2005 storyline, but bring it now because like I mentioned before, it goes from the five Oh first to the Imperial five Oh first, but I think it'd be really cool to do kind of do that same thing. Have a clone trooper from area or from order 66, working with Jedi, and you have to either choose whether you're going to shoot that Jedi or let them go or whatever, and either you're going to continue your journey along the Clone War Imperial Army um, time, or whatever, or if by letting that Jedi go, you end up, you know, betraying the Empire and Well, not betraying them, but leaving the Empire and just going and doing your own thing. Um, Probably join up with a rebel cell because everything leads back to the rebels, unfortunately. But um, I also think it'd be really cool to be able to customize your armor a bit. You know, put some like shark jaws or whatever on the side. You know, just really make that clone trooper armor your own. You know, customize your weapon loadout, all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, And also get a chance to use um, some clone uh, artillery. I don't know why I cannot think of things tonight. Um, Like clone vehicles and stuff like the bark speeder. The uh, Chicken Walker, the uh, Turbo Tanks, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that you don't usually get to use in Star Wars games. Um, it would just be a really cool direction to go into. But they're probably never going to do any of this. And if you guys do use it, make sure you uh, send me some fee money. Um, but yeah, definitely go check out... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, you are not going to be disappointed. I still got to finish my campaign on it, Um, but so far it's really good. The only complaint I have on it is some of the faces that are made. The way the eye eye sockets kind of like pop up a little bit. They pop up a little bit too wide, I feel. And it's just like, is your eyeball going to fall out or are you good? That's the only complaint I have with that game so far. Um. So, yeah. That is going to do it for this episode of SP Nation. We'll be back next week. And we're going to be taking a look at some... Really fun stuff next week. I'm not going to tell you because it's hush, hush, government secrets. But um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. And I will see you all next week. Have a good one.